Hi, welcome along to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. Those were the days uh, with me and George Mitchell. And uh, as always, I hand over to George. Which year are we going to this season? 69-70 today, Steve. 69-70, um, following on from the uh, the Fairs Cup win, which was a, a, delight, a delightful two-parter, which you can catch in the playlist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it's good, good to remind ourselves about that because we're now... Uh, holders of a major European trophy, which doesn't happen very often. Uh, what irritated me was, of course, is that uh, as soon as we won it, the, 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 some of the pundits and certainly the, the, the supporters of the big clubs, or so-called big clubs, um, oh, well, you know, it's only it's only the Fairs Cup. Well, we beat some fantastic teams in that Fairs Cup and, and they shouldn't be allowed to, to forget it. And uh, so, yeah, we start this season. And what has the impact being Fairs Cup holders had on the club, for example? Well, financially, amazing. Uh, a quarter of a million ex- on top of their turnover uh, at a time when they're trying to rebuild the stadium was, was really, really important. And, and a 50 grand... Uh, in the black uh, profits straight away. So uh, Harvey had had to m- manage the team thus far with one hand tied behind his back because there was no money because it was all going in the ground. When now there was 50 grand to spare. Mind, it didn't take him long to spend it, but never mind. Um, what did Harvey get out of it? A new five-year contract, um, £6,000 bonus. Doesn't sound a lot, but in those days it was it was real money. Um, and the, the coach and staff all got a thousand pound, which uh, uh, people like Jimmy Greenhall and, and, and his uh, team thoroughly deserved. So, so it was a, a huge, huge impact on on the club uh, winning this trophy. Uh, and uh, other things that happened, well, uh, going back to Harvey's style, you know, six, 60 games, and we only used twenty four players. Um, Pop Robson, the first player in nearly 20 years to score 30 goals in a season, which was you know, not to be sniffed at. It's, it's absolutely great. And uh, so, so yeah, we're, we're uh, Fairs Cup holders and we're heading off in uh, the new season, uh, 1969-70. So what's happening in 1969? Well, in the music world, um, uh, the top 10, i just give the top four. He interviewed he's my brother, the Hollies. Um, where do you go, my lovely Peter Sarsted, my sentimental friend Herman's uh, Herman Herberts, and uh, um, Sandy Shaw, Monsieur de Pont Saveur, uh, was heard offering at number four. And if you're a cinema goer, picture goers, Marjorie and I were top ones, top grossing pictures and most popular, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, The Love Bug, uh, Midnight Cowboy. 
and Easy Rider. Well, there's there's quite a selection of uh, fascinating pictures, and, and I have to confess, Marge and I would would have seen them all. There's no doubt about it. So that's that's where we are, and uh, uh, we uh, um, head off into, into looking at the football. And there we are, proud proud uh, possessors of the Fairs Cup. Uh, with the squad, Jimmy Greenhall at the middle at the back and, and all the lads around them. Um, uh, and some surprises. Um, uh, little Benny Arentoft on the far right here, the little little blonde lad, for, for those that didn't know him, uh, came in uh, as an unknown, really, and, and got into the team and established himself once he got on. He, he, he didn't get moved and he stayed right in, right to the first Cup final and played a, a great part in, and... Uh, Typical example of Harvey being loyal to the people that worked for him, and, and Benny Arentoft worked for him. Uh, so you know that, that that's a that's a decent squad. And and uh, uh, Tommy Gibb is is uh, um, in the second row, just along from Win Davis at the left. There, uh, I mentioned Tommy because uh, he played every game. I, I'm not you know there was one or two missed the odd one. Tommy Gibb never missed a game, and I, I think that's a huge contribution by by any player. So, so a good squad to have, and, and we're going into this next season as holders. So we enter the first cup again uh, uh, because we're holders, and uh, um, uh, it's uh, something to look forward to. Is, is, is I think how I, there was optimism around, um, and, and and that was that was great. However, this is remember this is Newcastle United I'm talking about. <laughs> In the first three games, are three friendlies. Would you believe? I mean, you you would believe, Steve, because you hear me say this so often. We're playing Hearts in in July, Hull City in early August, and then Hibs uh, in these three friendlies. And uh, the Hearts one was at home, uh, twenty one thousand went to that, and Pop Robson scored the goal. And then Hull away and uh, Hibernian away. Uh, and we uh, we we lost to Hull, uh, and we we drew nil nil with Hibs, uh, but managed to get a sixteen thousand crowd at, uh, at Easter Road, which is which is quite a lot for a for a friendly. So we we you know um, setting off in my usual way. Um, at least they're warmed up for the season as it starts. That's for sure. So the first uh, game was an away game at uh, at West Ham, and I think there should be a West Ham program there. And it is, yeah, and. Uh, um well people are um optimistic enough after the last season to think well uh we, we got we got turned over there in the previous seasons and and uh, uh with the west ham with the, with the big team with that with that very uh, um uh, strong international input um we we people were, were weren't sure how it would pan out well it panned out we we lost one nil um but we didn't do ourselves too badly. We, apparently, we played very well. Thirty-three thousand at the at the game at uh, at Upton Park, um, and uh, uh, the lads give a good count account of themselves. Uh, and we start the season almost exactly the same as we'd left the season before, with uh, McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monker, Sinclair, Robson, Davies, Aaron Toft. And Alan Foggan. I mean, you, you could have gone back into the middle of the previous season, and that's the team I would have been reading out. West Ham, of course, with with all that, um, the stars, you know, Billy Bonds, uh, Martin Peters, Harry Redknapp, 
Radnap and uh, jo Jeff Hurst. And indeed, it was Jeff Hurst who sunk where he scored um, scored the goal in in uh, um, sixty on the hour, sixty minutes uh, at, uh, to take the, the the points. But uh, the important thing is that the, the lads give a good account of themselves, and 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 uh, um, everybody was uh, uh, not unhappy, shall we say? Um, and the next game is a home game against Sheffield Wednesday. Um, and uh, um, Sheffield Wednesday weren't, I mean, they, they stayed in the division by the skin of their teeth, so nobody was frightened of, of Sheffield Wednesday when they came. 41,300 turned up for the game, which tells you about the confidence of, of the fans. You know, the Gallagher corner was, was packed. Uh, and we beat Sheffield Wednesday 3 1. Uh, and our team was unchanged. Um, you know, McFall, McFall, Craig Clark, Gabe, Burton, Monka, etc. Um, and uh, Sheffield Wednesday came with the uh, with uh, um, uh, uh, the um, well uh, well known team with with uh, um, Ellis and um, uh, Peter Eustace. They had a a, a a midfielder called Tommy Craig playing. Now that's a name we 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 get to know a little bit later on, much much better than than, than it did now. And then uh, David Ford. Now David Ford uh, went from us, and at some stage Harvey decided to bring him back, and 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 we'll see when when that happens. And a new lad playing for Sheffield Wednesday called Alan Warboys, who became uh, quite a well-known, popular player. Um, but three-one win gets off to a, a reasonable start at home. Uh, and and our next match at home is is uh, is uh, Manchester City, um, and there's there's the program. I wish they'd do something a bit more imaginative with the front of the program. Yeah, it's becoming boring, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, I mean, this is is this the second or the third season we've had that? I think it is. Yeah, it's not certainly not the first season. Anyway, it um, it it, uh, it it made the first cup programs that would look that much better. Um, anyway, Manchester City came, and as always, always a tight game with Manchester City. We we, we seem to get a, a good game with Manchester City wherever we are, home or away, and uh, everybody's anticipating a good game. 40, 47,000 at the game, which is which for a sec second game is uh, quite a good turnout, and it, it says it speaks to the optimism of of, of the fans. In the unchanged team, McFall, uh, Craig Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monkus, uh, oh, sorry, Jim Scott slides in instead of uh, uh, Sinclair on, on the right. Pop Robson, Wynn Davies, Ben Aaron Tofton, Alan Foggan. Um, so, uh, we, you know, Harvey's sticking to his uh, um, loyalty uh, programme that he's always had. Manchester City, well, they've got one or two new names who become quite famous. Big goalkeeper, a huge goalkeeper called Joe Corrigan, who was with them for a long time. Um, a really, a really uh, decent keeper and, and, and a bit of a character. Um, Tony Booth, of course, Booth rather was a left back for them. Um, the grand old man of the team by now, but but uh, a very good player. And uh, he uh, in, in the midfield, Colin Bell and uh, uh, Tony Coleman. Uh, were were um, star players by then, 
And up front, of course, that makes Summerby and Francis Lee. Well, on this this particular day, we, we were we were able to keep them quiet. I think there may be a couple of action pitches there, Steve. And that's Franny Lee uh, having a go at uh, at backfall. Uh, typical Franny Lee uh, um, picture, always quoting. And uh, that's Frank Clark making a, a spectacular headed clearance, um, uh, which. Uh, it's quite quite uh, unusual, quite an unusual picture that one. And uh, McFall again with uh, Francis Lee, um, and uh, you just need to look where his foot is. You see what sort of sort of uh, enthusiast shall we say that Francis Lee was when the ball was near the goal. But it was one nil win and 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 uh, thoroughly deserved. Um, so that's uh, that's great. We 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 we're. Uh, Starting as we mean to go on, hopefully, um, and then we're off to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, and uh, is, is there? A, I'm not. Yes, there is. There is. Yeah. Um, um, Sheffield Wednesday weren't. They were beatable. They were, we, we went. We went with some optimism to Sheffield Wednesday in the hope that we might get another couple of points. But uh, it wasn't to be. We, we nineteen thousand at the game. Uh, and we uh, uh, took the same team, McFall, etc., in, in the team. Um, one slight difference was is that uh, uh, Benny Arantoff got injured, and we got a surprise substitute who'd just been bought the week before. Uh, I told you that uh, Harvey wouldn't take long and spend the 50,000 profit out of the first cup. Well, he spent 100,000 on Jinky Jim Smith from Aberdeen, <laughs> and that's who came on as substitute. Uh, against Sheffield Wednesday uh, and Alan Foggan on the left, so so we now got a got a um, Jinky Jim in 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 the team, and I think he suffers for the fact that Harvey's told the whole world that this lad's a magician. Uh, he's got the weight of the weight of the world on his back, but never mind. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, same team that played at uh, uh, at Newcastle, um, uh, and Toby Craig's back in back back in the uh, midfield again, and. Uh, Ian, Ian Brandfoot is is in it right back. Now Ian Brandfoot's a, a, a local lad. He's he's uh, I think Ian Brandfoot's a Gated lad uh, originally, but uh, he ended up with Sheffield Wednesday. So so we lose that one one nil and, and uh, a bit disappointing because people had uh, expectations that we might do something at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, the next uh, game we go we go away to uh, to Leeds United. Um, and uh, um, we know this is going to be a tough game, always as it leads. Um, but they're they're highly regarded as one of the challengers for the championship now because they they were the the reigning the reigning champions. They they did eventually win the league the pre season before, and uh, so we go to Ellen Road, forty one thousand at the game, um, with uh, um. A good game is, is what I read, read when I was looking into this game, uh, both from uh, the Leeds papers and our own papers. Um, it, it was a, it was an enjoyable game. And uh, our team was, uh, as predicted, unchanged, um, except that uh, Baron Arantoff was fit again and, and Jinky Jimmy Smith slipped back into the substitutes role. Um, they... Um, Opened the scoring with a centre forward, uh, Jones, a big bustling lad, centre forward, very, very popular 
centre forward, played a few times for England. Um, and it looked like we were going to slip into a 1 0 loss. But in the second half, Newcastle seemed to waken up quite a bit, thanks to the efforts of, of little Benny Arentoft. He gave Leeds a, a tough time for about the last half hour. And sure enough, he laid on the ball for Jimmy Scott to slot the equaliser in on 70 minutes. And uh, and we get a 1 1 draw, which is a uh, uh, great result uh, for us. So we're now. Um, I've said this before. I, I, I don't know what the rationale is behind the, the, the way they did the fixtures in these days. But we're a third game away from home. We're at Manchester United. Um, and. and uh, it, uh, it it seems a trifle harsh to put it mildly uh, that we face uh, um, Leeds and Manchester United on two consecutive games, but the third third game away from home, and uh, as I'd expect, fifty fifty two thousand fifty three thousand rather two hundred and sixty at the game, uh, and uh, it's a good game. Um, it's a nil nil, uh, but it's an end to end nil nil. Could easily be. In, uh, two, two, three, three. If the chances had gone in, because uh, the, the woodwork was peppered at both both ends, um, but we we did we did very well, and and the team uh, was uh, unchanged. Um, Matt Paul, Craig Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monker, Scott, Robson, Davies, Aaron Toft, and Foggan, um, and uh, Manchester United with all their stars: Alex Stepney in goal, Tony Dunn at fullback. Uh, Paddy Creran, Willie Morgan, George Best, Bobby Charlton, Brian Kidd, and Don Givens, a new, a new Irish lad uh, on, on the left side of the of their attack, uh, come into the game called Don Givens, to to become quite a hero at Manchester eventually. So nil nil is, is a good result at Old Trafford, uh, and we uh, we are heading home to uh, a home match against Arsenal, and. Uh, as I say, the fixture, the fixture inventors on this particular season didn't help us very much. You know, Leeds, Manchester United, Arsenal were a trio to face in the early part of the season. However, we go back to face Arsenal and um, as they say, you've got to be in it to win it. So um, everybody's hoping that uh, uh, we can at least get a point out of Arsenal. Because again, they, they're once again, uh, as far as the pundits are concerned, Arsenal are likely to be up there uh, challenging for the title. Well, with 47,200 in the ground, um, but uh, unfortunately, um, they were silenced almost Im immediately um, when Arsenal Ford Robertson in, in less than 20 minutes put them ahead and it, uh, it looked like we really were going to have a, a battle on our hands. But uh, lo and behold, within 34 minutes, when Davies scored an equaliser, and then just uh, after half-time, Round about 50 minutes, Alan Foggan put one the lead. And then 10 minutes from the end, Pop Robson uh, scored the third goal. So we, we beat Arsenal 3-1. Uh, and that's quite a creditable performance. And it was it was a good match. I wasn't actually at that match. Um, I'm trying to think why I wasn't. But uh, uh, I wasn't at that particular game. But uh, uh, all, all the reports and that said it was, it was a good win and a, a very creditable win. Um, same team. Uh, you know, with uh, Benny Aaron Toft holding his place and everybody else holding their place, Jimmy Scott keeping the right wing, um, and uh, Arsenal, um, 
well, they've now got uh, a fixture in, in their goal as uh, Bob Wilson, well, well, the well-known goalkeeper and became a, a TV pundit. Um, uh, Frank McClintock, Terry Neal, Irish guy. Um, and then left side of their defence is a lad called uh, Peter Simpson, who, who um, became well-known, but well-known because he, he tended to be a bit... Uh, over the top, should we say, and his and his tackles and so on. But, however, um, and then uh, Charlie George, the the, the um, uh, mercurial, I think is the word they use these days for somebody like that. Uh, really talented midfielder. Um, sadly, like lately to get into a bit of bother as well because he um, he liked to go out with the boys, um, and of course. Uh, uh, someone who uh, we knew very well, who but who'd been injured and was now fit, and that was George East, George. Sorry, George Graham. Um, George Graham, huge reputation in football, and uh, um, uh, massive for the Arsenal, both as player and, and manager. So three three one to beat defeat Arsenal. That's great. Um, and uh, so now we're, we're we're off on our travels again, um, and we're off to. Uh, um, sorry, we're not. Uh, yes, we are. We're off to Sheffield United, and uh, this is the League Cup second round. Now, they're two words you don't associate with Newcastle, <laughs> not without pain. Um, so this is a League Cup second round, and uh, everybody's off the Bramall Lane 20, 22,000 at the game. And we uh think, well, surely, um, Sheffield shouldn't be that uh, tough we should be able to take them even if it is away from home well um, uh, not to be I'm afraid Sheffield knocked out the League Cup 2-0 and uh, uh, you know it, it. people can't even use the excuse that Harvey played a weekend team he never did he always sent, sent the, the, his team the team uh, and he did again you know McFall Craig Clark etc um, and uh Sheffield uh, United, um, a good team, but not a one that should be should be beaten us. The goalkeeper Alan Hutchinson was the by now was the England goalkeeper, and uh, Alan Woodward was uh, um, very clever forward who, who uh, um, went on to play for Nottingham Forest. Colin Addison, who they got from Arsenal, uh, very talented midfielder and talented manager in, uh, in later years, and the the had a um, a midfielder, a, a striker called John Tudor, who was to raise interest in our part of the world much later in his career. Um, and on the uh, left side of the attack, they introduced a young kid, blonde kid, called Tony Curry. And Tony Curry became quite a quite a, um, a talented and, and uh, attractive footballer, and, and and played for England. So. So we can forget the League Cup again, boys. That, that's well and truly gone. Um, and uh, uh, we're, um, after that trip to Sheffield, which not stuffing out of everybody as usual, uh, we're, off to, uh, we're off to Ipswich. And uh, Ipswich um, currently playing well, but, but you, you know, below us in, in, in all... Uh, in league status, as, as it were, uh, and everybody was hoping that uh, this would be a uh, a trip to uh, to a victory. Well, it, 
the, the hopes were soon dented because it was another 2 0 loss at Portman Road, 18,200 at the game. And uh, with our usual team playing, um, the only thing of note for our team was that midway through the second half, Alan Foggan got a nasty injury and uh, Dave Elliott went on as substitute. Um, but uh, um, uh, Ipswich, um, good team, but but you know not 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 outstanding. Mick Mills still in the team, and uh, Charlie Woods, our former uh, midfielder that we'd sold to them a couple of years prior to that, who I knew quite well. Um, in fact, I knew, knew Charlie really well. Um, so much so when when we came to play Barcelona later on, it was Charlie that got me my ticket. Um, and uh, Mike Lambert was centre forward for them. A good side, but not one that should be knocking us over. But they did 2 0. Uh, and uh, it's uh, kind of uh, putting a dent in my, in my league position that went hoping to slide up rather than rather than down. Um, and the next game is a home game against Derby. Um, now, Derby, um, uh, good side, but, but they, they should hold no fears for us. Well, well, thirty nine thousand three hundred at the game, and uh, we should have had fears because the beat were one nil. Uh, and I do remember being at that game because we had family up from Derby. Dad's sister lived in Derby, and some of the younger members of the family came up with the team and stayed with me, me mother and and uh, uh, my granny and, and and so on. And, and everybody went to the match, um, and. Uh, um, we kind of surrendered is, is the sad thing for me. We we never really looked like we we're going to beat Derby. And uh, it was nil-nil at half time and everybody thought, well, this is going to be a nil-nil. It's just sliding that way. But a, 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 a young uh, uh, centre-half who was become their star and their captain called Roy McFarland, McFarland um, got a header from a corner on 48 minutes and that was that. We, we lost we lost one nil, uh, which was uh, which was disappointing. But uh, as I say, the, the the family from Derby enjoyed the weekend and got a win as well, um, just to rub it in. Um, so we, we're now um, in the first cup territory, and we're into the the next round, first round of the first cup, or it, it was actually um, second round, but uh, it's first cup anyway, and we're going. To, to play Dundee United, and we're going away to Dundee United. That's it. And uh, um, it, uh, we weren't. People weren't sure how how this this would go. It, it, the experience the previous year was that uh, well, we did all right in Scotland. I mean, we, we beat Rangers for goodness sake. So why can't we beat Dundee United? Um, well, uh, we did. Uh, we beat Dundee United two one. Um, Quite a, um, a good win, 21,000 at the game, which at the time was the most that had in Tannadice Park um, for a long, long time, which uh, says says a lot, really. Um, and uh, we, uh, uh, we we won quite well. I think there might be other pictures there. That's that's the kickoff at, uh, at Tannadice. Yeah, it's just the one photo, mate. Right, that's fine. And uh, it... Um, yeah, it was was a, was a good win and a, and a good out and all round. I think is is the fair 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 thing to say. Um, Dundee um, had uh, a number of uh, 
Scottish internationals, Alex Reid, Doug Smith, both played for Scotland at the time, Dave Wilson and uh, Dennis Gillespie on the left side. They were all current Scottish internationals uh, playing for Dundee. So there were no no slouches, no pushovers. And Harvey sent um, uh, our team with uh, um, uh, the same team, except he left Alan Foggan on the bench and slipped Jimmy Smith on the left wing. Uh, and I think that was him thinking, well, they know about Jimmy Smith and how good he is, so we'll we'll give them a give them a bit of a run out and see if he can he can frighten them. He had a good game, but I wouldn't say he had a brilliant game. Um, but a two-one win was was great way to start our first cup campaign, uh, and uh, so um, uh, it uh, was next was a was a, a home game at Everton, and everybody's quite high after the first cup win again, and 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 uh, thinking well. You know, we're, we're off on our travels again, and surely uh, we can uh, um, get something out of Everton. The only but I'd put into that is, is that Everton were being talked about as serious champions. That's how well they were playing. So we'd have to be on our metal. Well, we we were on our metal. It was a good game, but unfortunately, um, uh, they beat us 2-1. 37,500 at the game. Uh, our team was... Uh, uh, same team except Jimmy Smith was dropped back to the bench again and Jackie Sinclair stuck on the left wing. Um, Everton had their, their, well, all their stars playing, as I would put it. You know, Gordon Weston goal, Brian LeBone, John Hurst, Alan Ball, Colin Harvey, Howard Kendall, um, Johnny Morrissey, uh, Joe, Roy, Joe Royal. And playing up front alongside Joe Royal was Jimmy Husband, uh, ex-Newcastle schoolboy who, who went to Everton. Uh, didn't play for Newcastle United, but he played for Newcastle boys. Well, Jimmy Husband came home and had a blinder and scored the two goals. The beat were, the beat were two one, thanks to Jimmy Husband. So um, there was some a bit of gloom descended on the Gallagher then because we were now we're now not not uh, looking like title challengers or even halfway we're now slipping below below halfway um and, and that's uh that's not good um so we're off to southampton now and uh um uh, people thinking well we've had such a, a dire, dire run of league results so we're going to get anything at some point well in fact um we did we we did get the um uh something at southampton we drew uh one one and uh, it was uh, it was a good game, uh, I'm told, good football game, and uh, we uh, we frightened ourselves to death, of course, because Mick, Mick Shannon was was the big striker then, uh, and he he opened the scoring within five minutes, so it looked like we were going to be backs to the wall, but uh, no, the the defence held out, and uh, um, uh, uh, Brian Robson, Pop Robson. Um, equalised just on 55 minutes, uh, and then after that, um, we could it's a match we could have won, uh, but we, we just couldn't put the second goal in. Uh, and the team, well, it was uh, exactly the, the, the normal team that, we, that we've got, um, except that Jackie Sinclair was back on the left wing and Jim Smith dropped back to uh, uh, the bench. And Dave Elliott had been in the team and was, was badly injured in, in the second half. And Harvey introduced a young 
lad out of the juniors called Alan Duffy, uh, who who looked like a brilliant prospect, uh, but uh, um, it didn't last very long. But uh, as you'll see as we go on, uh, so one one at Southampton was a, was a good recovery. It was just how people felt. So we're now going home to a to a home game against Wolves, and uh, um, Wolves a strong team. All we always have interesting games against Wolves, uh, and particularly uh, if if they've got all their big guns there, uh, big uh, um, uh, Derek Dugan, the centre forward, who was a a roughhouser. Um, anyway, we we play Wolves thirty eight thousand at the game, um, and. Uh, we uh, we uh, same team uh, Harvey sends out, except that um, Ollie Burton's uh, got a bit of a knock, and Big John McNamee comes in at uh, centre half. Now whether that's because it really was because Burton was injured, or whether Harvey was expecting Derek Dugan to be their centre forward and come combat fire with fire uh, with John McNamee, I don't know. But anyway, John McNamee came in. Otherwise, the team was was uh, the same as it's been all season. In Woods, well, um, um, you know, despite all the uh, Phil Parks was in goal, great goalkeeper, uh, Frank Monroe, Paul Walker, um, Jim McCallyog, who they got from Sheffield Wednesday, uh, now and Michael Grady that got from Leeds, David Wagstaff, uh, who would be introduced to the team, but the centre forward was a, a young lad called Mike Bailey who uh, was replacing Dugan and uh, uh, have, we having worries about Dugan we didn't even have the worries because he didn't play anyway um, they give us a, a fright um, they got uh, McCallion got a goal in the, in the first uh, couple of minutes and it looked like we were in for a, for a difficult afternoon and uh, um, lo and behold um, just after half time Pop Robson put a penalty in, beautiful penalty, and we got a, we got back to one one, and that's how it stayed at the end of the match. But in, I remember being at the, that game; it was an interesting one one. Uh, could have gone either way, but uh, we, we held out to the end, which was was absolutely absolutely great. Um, and the next game is, is of course, is the return game in the first cup uh, with Dundee United, uh, and that's. Uh, a much more attractive program. I have to say they did use that use their brains when they invented the, those programs, and uh, um, we're already in the lead. So anything we get is is a bonus, uh, and uh, thirty seven thousand five hundred at the game, and uh, we we do get the goal a goal that matters. Um, Keith Dyson scored it, but lo and behold, uh, Dundee held out right to the end. And on the 90th minute, Keith Dyson slotted the one in just to make it, just to rub the the victory in uh, at, uh, in, in this round of the first cup, and everybody delighted with 37 and a half thousand going home uh, happy. Our team, well, it stayed the same with Big John McMay still in the in the uh, at centre half, uh, and uh, uh, unfortunately, Alan Foggan got an injury just towards the end, and Benny Arantoff came on for Foggan. Um, Dundee had the same well it was exactly the same team that would be played in, in Dundee but that was Matlis we, we beat them 1-0 in progress to the next round of the Fairs Cup which is uh, um, 
cheering everybody up no end. We're the holders and, and, and let's see if we can hold on to it, I think is how people felt. Uh, and uh, uh, so the next game is an away game, at uh, league game at uh, Crystal Palace. And uh, um, Palace programmes always have that crest at the top, but they change the rest of the programme quite regularly, um, at, uh, which is quite nice. But uh, on uh, uh, at Sellers Park, 29,000 at the game, and uh, everybody back home is thinking, well, Palace are about where we are, so we surely we'll get at least a draw. Well, they did better than a draw. They won 3 0. And the star of the game was Win Davis. Win Davis that day was on his best and was almost unplayable. Um, the uh, Pop Robson scored in 26 minutes, Win Davis on 60 minutes, and Dyson on 76. Uh, but the, the other two goals from Robson and Dyson were knockdowns from Win Davis. He, he was just. In one of those moods where if they stuck it in the air, he was going to get his head on it. And it, it was a brilliant, he had a brilliant game. Uh, and our team, well, predictable. McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, McNamee, etc. Uh, people can read it for themselves. It's so straightforward. Um, Palace um, trying one or two new uh, um, uh, um, players in the team. And they introduced a young, a young midfielder called... Uh, Two mid young midfielders called Steve Kember, who played for Palace for a lot of years after that and played for England, and Jerry Queen, another talented Scotsman who, who played for Palace. And they both were Palace's the, the backbone of Palace's team for a, for a few years after this. But uh, a 3 0 win away from home, uh, and we're, we're climbing the league again. Um, so the next uh, game we're, 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 um, we've got is a in a way, getting to Manchester City, um, as I've said more than once, always a tough game at City. Uh, and uh, with 32,000 there, we, we, we go with a, some confidence, having, having won at Palace, but uh, uh, confidence or not, we, we, we lose this one 2-1, um, which is a shame because we, uh, we actually went in the lead with, uh, um, uh, by, with Pop Robson. But uh, Young and Lee, the, the two uh, top strikers, uh, pulled two back and, and, and they won 2-1. Um, but a good game and the, and the lads give a good account of themselves. Um, and City, well, it was the, the team that played at, uh, at St James's Park with Corrigan and Tony Booth, Tony Book, um, Ian Bowyer, Colin Bell, Francis Lee, Mike Summerby, Neil Young, all of whom were, were, were um, either former or current internationals and our team well um as read you know mcfall craig clark gibb McNamee, bunker robson uh, dyson davis jim smith was in the team this time and uh, uh benny arendroft unfortunately in the second half um keith dyson got an injury injury and uh, uh uh harvey for some reason sent on ollie burton i mean uh, he often did this, you know. He swaps a, swaps a, uh, an attacking forward and he puts a centre half on. But never mind that. That's uh, that's his choice. He's he's the boss, as it were. So we go home now to a, a game against uh, Liverpool, and uh, they're another one of the three or four teams who people are expecting to be challenging for the title. So this is this isn't going to be easy. Um, 
the fact that it's Liverpool boosts the crowd. We're up to 45,000 for this one. And uh, I remember being at this game. It was it was a tough game, a really hard game. And uh, um, uh, Tommy Smith, uh, the Andrew Lane, who's, who tackling was legendary, really made impression all over the field on this uh, uh, in this game. And uh, he made an impression on one or two, two legs as well. Um, anyway, um, uh, we beat them 1-0, which is fantastic. Uh, as I say, with 45,000 there, it was, it was a great uh, fill-up for the fans and for the team. Uh, and uh, uh, we, uh, uh, our team is as red, except that uh, um, Jimmy Smith uh, slotted into the team uh, um, on this occasion. And uh, actually has a very good game. Probably the best game he's had so far since he came from Aberdeen. Um, Liverpool, with all the stars, uh, Lawrence, Lawler, Smith, Yates, Hughes, Callaghan, Thompson, Jeff Strong, Bobby Graham and Alan Evans. They, they, they had it strength and depth even then um, uh, with Shankly. I mean, he, 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 he always had a strong... A strong squad, and and, and uh, he certainly did that. So we we we, we get a one 0 win, which is fantastic because it puts with the right half of the league. So next we're off to uh, Tottenham Hotspur, and away game to Tottenham Hotspur, and there it is, um, White Hart Lane, thirty three thousand uh, three hundred, and uh, um, we always uh, look to have a go at, at Tottenham because they they. they renowned for playing football and uh, uh we do but unfortunately it's it's uh it's not to be we we lose 2-1 um with uh, goals from uh, uh Greaves Jimmy Greaves uh 54 and 79 minutes uh and uh everybody's resigned to a, to a, to the defeat but then suddenly 87 minutes up pops uh pop Robson and we're 2-1. And suddenly the last 10 minutes is, is quite exciting because the Tottenham are already um, battling against Wynn Davies and, and Bob Robson and uh, it begins to look like we might get a draw. Well, we didn't, but, but at least uh, at least the lads had a go, which, which, which was great. Tottenham team, well, all the stars, Jennings, Newell, Mike England, Steve, Steve Perryman now in the team, uh, a, a talented uh, midfielder, Alan Murray, Murray, Martin Chivers at centre forward, uh, Jimmy Greaves and Alan Gilzine playing alongside Chivers, Alan Gilzine, the Scottish centre forward. Um, a very talented Tottenham team. Routine that played football, so you, you were always guaranteed if you you could have a go with, with Tottenham. But we lost 2 1. It wasn't, it wasn't a disaster, but uh, um, uh, it, it kept with. Um, people kept got some. Uh, uh, confidence out the fact that we didn't we didn't get turned over. The next game we're at home to Chelsea, um, and uh, Chelsea, um, or you know, going to give us a good uh, a good game. There's no doubt about that. And our team stays the same: McFall, Craig, Clark, etc. And uh, Jim Smith stays in the team. And uh, Chelsea have got all their stars: Peter Benetti, Ron Harris, Eddie McCready, um, Charlie Cook. John Collins, Alan Hudson, Peter Houseman, and Peter Osgood. It's interesting. Chelsea's Charlie Cook came from Aberdeen, uh, and his replacement at Aberdeen 
was Jim Smith, and Jim Smith was in our team, uh, which which is quite interesting. Both costing a lot of money. Jim Smith was the, our record signing, about a hundred thousand, and I think Charlie Cook, when he went to Chelsea, wasn't wasn't far behind there either. So, so somebody at Aberdeen knew how to create midfielders. Um, anyway, we lost one nil, uh, thanks to a, a Peter Ross good goal. Um, he uh, he uh, on the hour. Um, uh, got a simple header from a corner, uh, poor Martin really, and, and uh, uh, he was left alone. And that, that's deadly with something like somebody like uh, like Osgood. So we're now um, a bit concerned because we're, we're dropping below the middle of the league, uh, and we don't want to be doing that. We want to be um, pushing up near the top as we had had been the previous season. So we're now off to uh, to Burnley. Um, and Burnley's always like a bit like home from home because they they always feel the team that's got uh, um, uh, um, lots of jollies in it. So it's, it's, it's as I say, home from home. So we're off to Burnley, sixteen thousand four hundred at the game, and uh, it's a tough game. It, it's uh, end to end stuff, but uh, very few goals. And then just before. Um, just when everybody was think, starting to think it was going to be a nil-nil, Davis pops up with a header, seventy-eight minutes, and uh, we get a one-nil victory, which is uh, which is brilliant for our um, league position and, and for our confidence and so on. Um, the team: McPaul, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monker, Pop, Robson, Pete Dyson, Win Davies, um, and Jimmy Jimmy Cowan. The young lad that brought Harvey brought in, um, and uh, he gave him a row, but he got injured, and Benny Arantoft had to come on. And with uh, with Harry Potts as manager, Burnley had uh, uh, Peter Miller, Doherty, Latcham, Sam Todd, Brian O'Neill, Martin Dobson, Collins, Kinden, Ralph Coates, Frank Casper, and Arthur Bellamy. And at least six of those names are, are from either Northumberland or Durham. Um, so we're we're doing we're doing we've got to we've got to win it and we're heading in the right direction. Um, the next game is, is a home game against Sunderland, and uh, um, that's it. And and uh, um, they're not they're just hung on by the skin of their teeth last season, and and they don't look to be doing much better this season. So everybody's hopeful that we, we we'll get it we'll get a win out of this. And that's uh, um, uh, Win Davis scoring the goal that he scored. We beat them three uh, nil. Keith Dyson scored two, and Win Davis the other. Is that Lenny Ashurst on the left? Yes, yes, mm. yes. And uh, because that's this is not far from Len Ashurst's swan song. Because I think the season after he he he, um, he retires. Um, mm, right. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, um, uh, our team predictable, McFall, Craig, Clark, etc., uh, with slight uh, differences that everybody's fit. So, Pop Robson, Keith Dyson are back in the team, and Jackie Sinclair and Jimmy Scott is the, is the substitute with Jim Smith. Um, Sutherland team, well, uh, again, very predictable. Montgomery, Irwin, Ashurst, Cesar, Irwin, of course, I played with at school and, and knew from Northumberland days. Colin Todd. Uh, Mick McGiven, who was a youngster coming into the into the Sunderland team and had a good career with them. Um, 
Billy Hughes, another youngster coming in who had a good a good career with Sunderland. And Joe Baker, an ex-Arsenal centre forward, who they'd, they'd, they'd bought uh, for Nottingham Forest to boost their attack. And then Bobby Kerr and another uh, young fella that they introduced on the left side of their attack who was going to be in our sides for a, for a while, called Dennis Stewart. Um, and what a player he was. But we could with 3 0 win, and that's that's us, uh, um, uh, a lot happier. We're, we're heading towards the middle of the league and above, uh, now. And then suddenly, um, after that game on, on the following Wednesday, we have a friendly, <laughs> and it's a friendly against Sunderland. And for the life of me, I cannot see. Why we played this game? I've I've looked at all the papers and dug and dug and dug, but there was a, a friendly at Roker Park, for which six and a half thousand turned up. I mean, really, for a derby match of any description seems. So whatever it was for, um, it 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 didn't it didn't work because we uh, um, we lost uh, and we lost four two, which you know. Um, haven't just beat them beforehand. It, it just seemed daft to do something like that. But hey ho, I'm not the manager. That, that's that's up to the club. Um, and with a crowd like that, it certainly couldn't have been there for money. You know, six and a half thousand. Uh, not going to make that much difference here or there. Anyway, the next game is a home game against uh, Nottingham Forest, and uh, uh, Forest will be lost and and not playing terribly well, uh, but. Uh, We've got to be on our toes because they, they, they include a couple of former players of ours, including a young man, uh, well, not a young man anymore, but uh, called David Hilly, who play, who served us very well. Who, who was a good player for us. And uh, in this particular game, Dave Hilly had a really, really good game, uh, as most ex-Newcastle players do when they come back to St James's Park. Um, our team was uh, it's so predictable, it's... Uh, it's uh, uh, not worth reading out. Well, I, I will. McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Burton, Bunker, Robson, Dyson, Davis, Arantoff, Sinclair. Um, when Davis gets injured in the second half, and Jimmy Scott comes on and, and plays the centre forward while Wynn goes goes off, we beat Forest three one with uh, uh, goals from Keith Dyson, an own goal from Hendley, their fullback, and a rare, rare goal from David Craig. Uh, and and it was I remember being at the game and it was a, it was a well it was just, he just hit it and hope from the edge of the area well it went in the top corner uh, and because uh, David Craig being the lad he was was just so delighted to have scored having been with the club for so long and uh, um, everybody else was thrilled for him so three one win and of course um, very predictable who would score the not Forest the Nottingham Forest goal wouldn't it. Dave Hilly, of course. Yeah, you know it, it. It's all. It's it's very very predictable. I'm afraid when people come back to play against us. So now we're looking forward to um, our next uh, foray into the uh, into the Fairs Cup, and we're, we're drawn against Porto from Portugal, uh, and uh, it's. Uh, uh, that that's the home one. I couldn't get the away one. The away one was first, Steve. Sorry, um, and uh, we get it. We get in a little. The, is is the two um, two pictures there at all? With, Just the one, mate. The one, right? 
All right. Yes. 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 Oh well, that, that's uh, that's uh, that's here anyway. So um, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, we get a nil-nil draw at Porto, and everybody's really, really thrilled about that um, uh, because the nil-nil away from home is as good as a victory if you can get get at least one goal in your, on your own midden. And uh, so we're heading to through the next round by the look of things. Um, our team is is uh, is the team that's been playing all season. You know, McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monker, etc. And uh, on the left wing is Jimmy Scott, and unfortunately Jimmy gets injured in the middle of the second half, and uh, uh, Harvey throws on throws on Ron Guthrie, um, uh, left fullback in place of a, of a left winger. I suppose there's some sense in the fact that we're, we're protecting a nil nil, so it would be quite useful to have another defender on. Uh, and Porto, of course, uh, uh, got lots of. Uh, um, Portuguese international national uh, in the team, Nunes, uh, Valdemar, R Rolando, um, Pinto, um, Jao Pinto, uh, Santos, and uh, big spattering of uh, of uh, seasoned internationals in the uh, Porto team, and uh, but we got a nil nil, which everybody was was thrilled about. Then we come home to a league game against Coventry, Coventry City. And uh, um, is it is this a home is this a home game or an away game? Yeah, home game, home game. Currently, yeah. And uh, we, uh, sorry, it's not. It's an away game. Sorry, I was going to say because I've got an away program ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I, I, I was still thinking about the next game. Um, yeah, it, we're away at, uh, at Coventry. Um, uh, whether it's anything to do with the fact that we'd been in Europe just a few days before, but we we get beat off currently one nil. The current company are it, it, in those days were a tiny side and 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 uh, um, had some good players. Our team was was the team that played in in Europe almost identically, because um, Harvey took the unusual step of uh, of keeping Ron Guthrie on the left wing, having having substituted him in Portugal as the out uh, for the left wing. Um, he kept them in the team for the league game at Coventry, and uh, um, I'm sure you you uh, talked to Harvey. He'd have perfectly good reasons for that, but never mind. Coventry team, well, um, Glazier was was a character, the goalkeeper. Blockley, Dave Clements, Willie Carr, a talented in, uh, midfielder, Ernie Machen, and Morris Setters, tough guys in the midfield, and. Uh, um, a striker they introduced by the name of Ernie Hunt, who was become a um, a stalwart with Coventry for for a lot of years, and and eventually I think played played for England. So we we uh, we get a beat um, at Coventry, but then uh, just time to catch our breath, and we're back home for the home game against Porto, um, which is uh, is there, and. Uh, um, with a nil-nil away from home, everybody at least is hopeful that we're going to get something out of the game. Um, one goal is all we need. And, and uh, as you can see, it, it's early snow in November. Uh, and uh, um, it's interesting that they, they didn't react to the snow the way the, the, the Stetia Bull lads did the, the, the previous season. They came out and they played and, and got on with it. But uh, um, I suspect they... Uh, 
when they saw that the, the referee was somebody from Germany and who used to refereeing in snow, they wouldn't get much change. Anyway, um, 45,000 at the game, which was great. And uh, entertaining game, good football, two good football teams uh, having a go at each other. And uh, lo and behold, uh, on 20 minutes, Jimmy Scott puts us ahead, which really seals the, the tie for us to go to the next the next round. And uh, everybody's, uh, to say that, the happy's putting it mildly. Uh, and the team, identical to, to what I've just read out before. And uh, uh, Porto team uh, is the same team that played in Portugal. Uh, and uh, um, the, the player I liked was, was a lad. And there's a player now with a similar name called Jao Pinto. He was really hot at St. James's Park. Uh, and it took took he took a lot of handling. However, we 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 kept it the one nil in, in advance to the uh, uh, to the next uh, next round of the first cup. Um, we uh, we then um, off to Stoke City, an away game at Stoke City, and uh, we uh, oh we're going to have a, a, a tough game. Stoke playing well, and 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 the the view is that. Uh, we're going to struggle to get something out of the uh, out of the uh, uh, Victoria ground on this one. Eighteen thousand at the game, uh, but lo and behold, we shouldn't have worried. Um, we got a one 0 win, thanks to um, a Pop Robson goal. Um, he uh, um, popped up just before the end, five minutes from the end, uh, and, and hammered in a, a, a beautiful uh, uh, drive from the edge of the penalty area. And uh, clearly, that was that was us going home with the points. Um, Stoke uh, played well as, as they usually did. Um, I mean, Tony Waddington was the manager that liked to play good football. Um, um, uh, Gordon Banks in goal, and then a, a fullback who became quite uh, uh, famous there and and in our neck of the words called Dennis Smith, who, who came into that team. Uh, and then uh, uh, Jimmy Greenhoff at the Bortram Leeds and a little man called George Eastham, who used to play for Newcastle United, was back in that team because he'd been injured. And Harry Harry uh, Burroughs and Peter Dobbin uh, finished the, the, the forward line. But it was our game. The Stoke, Stoke um, uh, seemed content with nil-nil, which uh, turned out to be a bit of a mistake because... Uh, Pop Robson made them made them pay for that, and we're now off to a, a, an away game at uh, uh, at Derby, uh, and again fixtures not very kind to us. Two 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 on a trot away from home, um, and uh, well, people are hoping that uh, haven't got a victory at Stoke. We, surely we could do the same at Derby. Well, we couldn't. Is is the honest answer? Uh, we we got beat two nil. Um, we, uh, um, our team unchanged, uh, except on, on the left side, um, Jackie Sinclair is stood down, and a young lad called Gordon Heinsen, who Harvey had uh, promoted from the juniors, a signed professional from the juniors, juniors, uh, got a run out. Uh, and uh, um, uh, Derby's team littered with, uh, with stars, Roy McFarland. Dave Mackay, uh, Willie Carlin, 
Alan Durban, Alan Durban, who we get to know better as manager of a team that we we used we, we know quite well. Um, John McGovern again, and somebody else who, who we got to know quite well because they played in in, in another team that we we know. Um, Alan Hinton and John O'Hare, who they who they bought from uh, um, uh, from Sunderland, and uh, Kevin Hector, who was a left winger. Um, a good derby team, and, and uh, but sadly we 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 weren't at the races in this game, and it, some could say that uh, with Hinton and McGovern scoring. Um, it it could have been it could have been more because we 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 really weren't at the races in the, in this game, which was not something you said very much against uh, Newcastle because we always seem to give a a good account of ourselves. Um, we're now um, at home to Southampton, and it's the next round of the first cup. Um, and there it is. Um, we. Uh, Everybody's hopeful that uh, we should be able to get something out of Southampton uh, in in this game, but it uh, it it was a nil nil, and it was a really dour nil nil. Southampton came to be um, difficult, no doubt about that, and they they just played defence, 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 and for once we just weren't able to break it down. Uh, thirty eight thirty eight thousand one hundred at the game, and. Uh, um, our team, as read, McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Burton, Monkard, Robson, Dyson, Davies, Aaron Toft, and Jimmy Scott. And after 55 minutes, Jimmy Scott went off and Fogg and came on. Southampton with Ted Bates as their manager. Um, and uh, Ted Bates had a reputation of being a, a bit of a tactician. Um, and he played um, a very defensive formation, which included... Uh, John McGrath, McGrath, of course, who used to play for us, and uh, Jimmy Gabriel X Everton, Hugh Fisher, uh, Ron Davies, Terry Payne, and, and Mickey Shannon. Um, basically, they played everybody behind the ball apart from Shannon and, and Shivers, uh, and and, uh, and played out this nil-nil draw. Um, disappointing for the crowd, and, and uh, because people are expecting so much more, but. Uh, um, as I say, we, we 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 can't win them all. Well, some people think we should win them all, uh, but never mind. We 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 got to go back to Southampton and uh, and and do the uh, and do it all over again. And uh, yeah, the next one's the away leg of the uh, of the first cup. Now I've got two programs for this, George, and I'm not sure why. Ah, right. Is one of them a league game? That must be a league game, surely. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure why that's there in that position. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that that's where we are. Anyway, we're, we're at Southampton for the uh, for the return leg, and uh, um, we uh, we we look like we're on our way out. Nick Shannon um, scores early in the in the uh, in, in the uh, first half. And Southampton South look like they're going to hang on and hang on and hang on. Uh, and uh, um, we... Uh, um, uh, it's disappointing, to say, to say the least. And and, and um, it looks like that that's where it's going to go. And then all of a sudden, uh, Pop Robson and Wynne Davies uh, uh, 
carve out a um, a little piece of magic, uh, and uh, um, we we um, got a goal. We 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 won uh, one one, and that's uh, well just uh, turning us. Well, it, it's the winning goal because the way goal is, is in the first cup is, is golden, and at that time there was no way Southampton were going to get another one. Um, so, so we're, we're through two, two one, and uh, um, uh, everybody's to say that cockle hoops uh, putting it mildly, putting it mildly to, to say to say the least, um, and uh, um, so we, we we look forward to the next. Uh, uh, the next uh, round of the of, of the first cup, and uh, see who we we get uh, uh, we get uh, from uh, uh, in, in that round. Um, do you want to do your adverts, Steve? I've yeah. got to sort some papers out here. Will do. Okay. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, supports us, and here's the ads. A big thanks to our sponsors, Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 253, email inquiries at com. website skipsandbins.com, easy contract free and pay as you go waste collection. Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, based on Old Durham Road in Gateshead, their phone number is 0191478273 you can email Darren at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk or go to the website darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Thanks to Garden of Healing Dispensary, CBD hemp and cannabinoid specialists based on Nun Street. The GOHD.com is their website. And thanks again to Three Property Investments, who specialise in sourcing investment properties for their clients who are looking to invest in the Northeast. They offer a full in-house service from sourcing the deals to managing the properties for you. They've done over 100 plus deals in the past 12 months for clients all over the UK. Give them a follow on Instagram, matty.patter underscore northeast property and phil.read underscore northeast property or email phil at 3property.co.uk if you're interested in getting a good property deal. Thanks to the lads at Mr. Vicky's uh, Handmade in Cumbria. These are hot sources and you can find them at mrvickies.co.uk or place an order uh, by ringing 01768 210102. Thanks also to the lads at Blowhole Brewery. A fine uh, amount of ales available from their website, www.blowholebrewery.co.uk. Thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the video technology. Thanks to qtechshop.co.uk, the makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls and Newcastle. And the guys who run our website, nufcmatters.com. If you want to subscribe, hit the badge in the corner and you can subscribe for free. Still do seven shows a week. Hit the thumb up to like the video and click share to share via social media. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify and the rest. And if you want to become a member, click join underneath this video or you can put your smartphone over the QR code. It will take you to the membership section of the website. Uh, if you choose to go that way, uh, then you will get a pen, a cup, a scarf and a membership card and entry into the monthly draw for a one-off payment of £25. We also give you something for free. If you want a car window sticker, email john at nufcmatters.com and he will send you one if you are a subscriber. We also help the food bank on here. Uh, NUFC fans, foodbank.co.uk is the match day bucket. If you go there, you can make a virtual donation at any time of the year. And don't forget, Peter Beardsley Soccer School, October half term, Monday the 24th to Friday the 28th of October. You can book now, Peter Beardsley Soccer School, 
Peter Peter's also running Monday Night Training on the 26th of October. Again, the same website. And if you want to meet Peter Beardsley, well, you've got three chances. Newcastle Legends game, Friday, October the 14th. The Peter Beardsley talk-in is taking place after the game. Tickets for this are available from nufcmatters.com. Adult admission is a fiver. Junior admission is £2. The talk-in is adults only, and that is a tenner. And uh, the events are all taking place at the Fox Hunters Pavilion in North Shields. We've got Peter Beardsley available, uh, tickets available for the St. Dom's Catholic Club show. Uh, you need to go straight to their website um, and uh, you just buy your tickets there. And for this one at the Irish Centre, uh, tickets are available now on nufcmatters.com. Don't forget, Supermax at the Dog and Parrot, every pre-match and every post-match, every home game. And John Gibson and John Anderson are at Pumphrey's pre-match only. If you did like our true crime stuff, it has all migrated to the true crime channel. So get yourself across there on YouTube and subscribe today. Back with George. Okay, yeah. George. Thanks, Steve. Um, you know, you had those two Southampton programs together. I don't have them anymore, mate, I'm afraid. That's all right. I'm not worried. Um, it's just that uh, on my sheet, there's actually three games at Southampton. And one of them is the FA Cup third round. Ah, right. Okay. Well, I've shown the programme, so people have seen yeah, that's right. and, and And nothing special about the programmes anyway. The other thing is that uh, jumping my eyes from one Southampton game in the FA's Cup to the other, um, I jumped over two league games against Ipswich and Leeds, which we won. Uh, we beat Ipswich 4-0 and we beat Leeds 2-1 at home, uh, significantly taking us into the top half of the league. And then the next... Uh, uh, there should be an Arsenal programme in there somewhere, Steve. Yeah, uh, we had an away game against Arsenal and we got a nil-nil against Arsenal um, uh, uh, as, as well, which which was uh, quite something. The only uh, downside is that, yes, we got a we got the 1-1 against Southampton in the FAZ Cup, <laughs> but in the FA Cup, the beat were 3-0. Uh, so that's the end of the FA Cup. Um, perhaps it, it was a mental block on my part. They didn't want to mention that. I don't know. It might well. <laughs> well. Anyway, we, we we go to the we go to the first Cup and and, and uh, uh, with with that one one draw. Um, the next game I've got is is an away game against uh, Wolves. There should be a a, um, a Wolves program in there somewhere. That's it. And uh, we've had a series of good results, as I've just read out. You know, a couple of good wins against good teams. And everybody's optimistic that we could we could get something at Wolves. 29,600 at the game. And, uh, well, uh, we, we, don't, we don't get a win, but we get a 1-1 draw, which at Wolves is, is at Molyneux, something to be not to be sniffed at. And uh, our team, well, it, it's becoming boring now. McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb. McLemy's in instead of Burton. Monk, Kerr, Robson's, Jim Smith's in. Wynn Davis, Rodden three, and David Ford. Um, Wolves team, um, lots of uh, um, stars. And, and, and uh, Derek Dugan's in this time, and, and uh, which is, my, as I said, the last game. Uh, that's maybe why Harvey played John McLemy, because Dugan was a... Uh, a real roughhouse, I think. There's no doubt about that. He could push and shove for for, for Ireland. Um, D Dean Wagstaff, Mike Bailey, Jim Malakali, um, were all um, 
internationals and, and Wolves had a good side. So 1-1 one, one at Wolves uh, against 29,500 crowd uh, was a good result. And, and uh, um, I suppose uh, Harvey's uh, tactics of playing McNamee to, 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 to suppress Stuben was uh, proved right this, uh, in, in, in fact. The next game is the away game against Everton. Um, and uh, uh, now Everton are now not running on the door of the championship. They, they are really the team to beat. So we're going there at a time when they're, they're on a high. Fortunately, we're going when we're on a bit of a high as well. It's had some good results. Uh, 42,300. That's uh, Ollie Burton and Alan Ball at Goodison Park. Um, and... Uh, um, it's interesting when I look at that um, picture that uh, when I've been away to Goodison Park, it's it's this side where the picture's been taken from that I've been on uh, and, and one of the worst stands I've been in in football, to be honest. I never known a stand have so many girders in it. <laughs> um, uh, and the, in fact, the last time we were there, uh, it, it was uh, it was quite dangerous, I thought, but never mind. Um, so we go out to, to Everton, 42,800 at the game. Uh, so you know they're expecting a lot, uh, and our team is uh, uh, as as expected with uh, with Benny Arantoft in uh, and John McNamee still playing the centre half, um, and uh, Everton with uh, with a full team with uh, West Lebourne, um Tommy Wright, John Hurst, Colin Harvey, Gawad Kendall, John Morrissey, Jimmy Husband, uh, Joe Royal, and uh, another little uh, forward. Um, who became quite a, quite a star for, for them uh, was Alan Whittle was introduced at this game was his, his, his debut so we get a, we get a nil nil and uh, we're going, going slowly but surely climbing up towards the league um, and uh, uh, everybody's heaving a sigh of relief um, and uh, uh, so next game is a home game against Crystal Palace uh, and uh, 36,800 at the game, big, good big crowd for Palace. And they're, uh, um, they're playing reasonably well, Palace, at this time, uh, but certainly no, not much better than us. But uh, it's a nil-nil draw, but it's, a, it's an attractive nil-nil. I remember being at this one uh, because I particularly wanted to go and see uh, um, uh the, the, the young Scottish midfielder that introduced called Jerry Queen, who everybody was talking about as being a, um, a star of the future, uh, and he certainly was. The other interesting thing is that they were playing Bob Tamblin from Chelsea on the left wing. They had just bought in uh, just a couple of days before he came to Newcastle for this match. Um, our team, nil-nil we got. Um, at Paul Craig Clark, etc., only change was that Alan Foggan was on the left wing instead of instead of David Ford. So we're now at home to uh, West Brom, and uh, we get a um, a one nil win against West Brom. Oh, always attractive football side West Brom. Uh, that the history was uh, that sort of thing. Thirty two thousand five hundred at the game, um, and uh, our team's unchanged. Backhall, uh, Craig Clark, etc. And uh, uh, West Bromwich um, by now have uh, have got Ray Wilson, uh, the England fullback from Huddersfield, uh, and they've got Len Cantello from uh, West Ham. Issa Hartford's in the team, 
and uh, Colin Suggett is now playing for, for West Brom, who they just bought from our, our near neighbours. Bobby Hope, Tony Brown, and of course, Jeff Astle. Uh, a 1 0 win uh, at St James's with Keith Dyson scoring the goal. So we're now uh, well and truly uh, uh, set for the middle uh, of the league and, and, and hopefully heading to. Uh, um, uh, to the to the top six is, is what people want and, and, and uh, get back into Europe again. Although if we win the first cup, we'll get it back into Europe. Um, we're now told to Southampton, and by this time the two teams must be sick of the sight of each other because this is game number four. Is it number five? Number four uh, in a, in the series. Uh, and anyway, they come and, and we beat them two one. Uh, Win Davis and Jim Smith scored. Mickey Shannon. Frightened with by scoring the first goal in, in the first uh, couple of minutes. and uh, um, But uh, Jimmy Smith and Wynn Davis calmed the nerves and, and, and we, we ran out 2-1 winners. So um, now not just looking at the middle of the table, we're now looking at, uh, as I say, uh, being in the, in, the, in the top end of the table, top, top six. And we go to uh, an away match at Liverpool. Um, and... Uh, with some trepidation, because Liverpool, like Everton, have been talking about as possible title holders. Um, uh, however, we've, we've had a good run result, so um, and our lads always dig in when they go to Anfield. And uh, thirty-eight thousand at the game, and sure enough, we get a nil-nil. The, the team play really, really well, really hard, and uh, um, we uh, Harvey sends that he's, he's well-tried team. McFall Clark. Uh, on on the right now because Craig's injured. Ron Guthrie's in. Gabe McNamee, Monker, Robson, Jimmy Smith, Wynn Davies, uh, and Jimmy Thompson, a, a young lad uh, from the juniors, as he's given a run out, and uh, David Ford on, on the left wing. So, slight change from, from previous. Uh, but Liverpool, um, you can nearly recite their team. It was close. Shankly was so fixed with it. Lawrence Lawler, Smith. Uh, Yates, Hughes, Callahan, and John Strong, Graham, Alan Evans—the only the only name that's missing there is Peter Thompson, who who I believe was injured on that day. But we get a nil-nil, which is very very creditable at, at Anfield at any time, but especially when they're um, in a position to challenge for the league. They're usually um, pressing very hard, um, and uh, we. Uh, getting ready for an away game to uh, to Chelsea, but lo and behold, we have a friendly, Steve. <laughs> a friend, and it's against Dundee United, who have just played in the first cup. I mean, again, I, I don't know what that's all about. We beat Dundee 3-2. There's 9,000 people at the game, and I'm sure that Dundee United were happy to take that money, but that that can only be the reason that we played that game. That in the in the middle of a, a tense league program and, and the phase cup program, uh, to go and play friendly at that at that juncture seemed. Uh, anyway, we win three two and Monker, Dyson, and Robson score our goals, uh, and uh, Dundee give a bit of a fright because in the last two minutes they score two goals. But uh, um, anyway, that being over, we're now off to Chelsea for an away game, uh, and uh, there could be a Chelsea. Yeah, there's the Chelsea program. And uh, well, uh, they're on the metal. The, the friendly's not done them any harm. 
uh, we get another little nil uh, out of it. I mean, uh, Harvey's uh, favourite defensive groupings working wonders for him uh, with uh, the same team uh, playing for us. And uh, Chelsea, um, with all the um, stars in, the test the new young goalkeeper called Toby Hughes, who eventually becomes quite a star. Um, and they've bought Alan Birchnall from uh, Sheffield United now. Um, but otherwise, Charlie Cook, John Hollands, Alan Hudson, to Tommy Baldwin, the gated lad. And um, uh, so we, we got a nil nil. And that, that's. Uh, in in London and at, at Chelsea is is, is is quite a quite a um, quite a fillip, quite quite a, um, a boost for the team and for the supporters. You know, they were, were, were um, happy that, uh, that that's happened. Obviously, next game's a home game against Tottenham. Now, Tottenham gave a good game at their place, but we thought, well, we we, we nearly snatched a draw. Surely we can get a draw out of this one at St James as well. We didn't. Tottenham beat with 2-1, 35,000 at the game. And uh, it was uh, uh, Shivers and PS scored their goals. And then just before the end, John McNamee got a header from a corner to make it 2-1. The last 10 minutes was exciting because they, they were all over the place trying to defend uh, against Wynn Davis. Uh, and, and this particular game, although we lost, uh, was probably the first time that Jimmy Smith showed the sort of uh, dribbling skills that uh, that he possessed, uh, that Harvey had been telling everybody all season he was going to do. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. Anyway, Tottenham 2-1 at home was, was disappointing, but not a complete disaster. Um, and and we're making, we're not. It's not making a dent in our league position. It's 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 we're do, still doing quite well, um, and. Uh, Fortunately, we, we got um, on the Monday night, after that, we've got another home game uh, against West Ham. Now, West Ham's uh, team always gives us trouble, um, but they didn't give us trouble on this occasion. Um, we were in top form, and another game where Wynn Davis and Alan Foggan tore West Ham to pieces just between them, the rest of the team just supported them. Davis was beating everything and everybody in the air and uh, Alan Foggan was beating everybody out on the wings to provide the crosses for, for Wynn Davis. Now our team was, was predictable for Craig Craggs because uh, uh, he was injured. Gabe McNamee, Munker, Robson, Smith, Davis, Foggan and Dyson. Um, West Ham had their strong team out. Bobby Moore was in the team, Billy Bonds. They had now bought Peter Eustace from uh, Sheffield Wednesday, who was a very talented player. Um, Martin Peters was in the team, Harry Redknapp and Jeff Hurst. And lo and behold, um, despite the fact Peter Eustace given them the lead on 20 minutes, we beat them 4-1 with Keith Dyson, Pop Robson, Wynn Davis and Alan Foggan scoring our goal. So... Um, a, a bigger win than anybody would anticipated, um, and of course uh, uh, gets us nicely settled at the top half of the, of the league, and uh, um, gets us prepared for the next uh, game, which is a uh, um, an away game against Anderlecht in 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 Holland <coughs> for the next round of the first cup. I was surprised to be able to find that on online actually, and, and, and pleased to. 
but another one which like rangers they actually have put a photograph of our team on the front of that program which i think is uh, quite a nice thing to do but never mind so we we go to Anderlecht, hoping that uh we, we get to into the next round well we it's not one of our best games in Anderlecht or um uh uh with dutch internationals mulder uh van himst uh Halen's, uh martins uh uh, and so on. It, 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 they, they really are a strong team. And our team's fine. Uh, it's, it's the one that we, we all expect to play. John McNamee stays in, in centre-half, um, gets injured in second second half, and Bolly Burton goes on. Um, uh, but again, one of the one of the poorest uh, first cup games I think we had. We, we uh, Anderlecht just didn't let us into the, into the game at all. Now, I may be being harsh. I think it's more about Anderlecht being very good than us being very bad. So um, we come home with our tails between our legs, unfortunately, um, against Anderlecht. And the next game is in a way game at, uh, at West Bromwich Albion. Not the sort of place you want to go after, after the defeat. Um, so we're, we're uh, slightly with some trepidation, but Lo and behold, the, the team wakes up and uh, get a two-two draw. Uh, and uh, if if they'd uh, um, if they'd uh, kept the awake, they, they could make the one this one. Dyson and Robson scored our goals. Jeff Astle scored their goals. And uh, it's uh, but it was a good game, an, an entertaining game, a good two-two draw for us. Nineteen thousand six hundred at the game. Um, and uh, Jeff Hastel shown on this occasion why he was the star that he was. Um, but both his goals were headers. I mean, that, that, that's what he was like. It was noticeable that any uh, free kick or any corner, uh, Astle was being marked by Wynn Davis and not the defenders, which, which makes common sense to me. So we're now back home for the return leg against Anderlecht. Um, and... Uh, uh, the, uh, the Geordie supports wants wants us through this game. Fifty nine thousand three hundred in this game uh, tells you all all you need to know about the, the, how keen everybody is for this. And uh, we uh, the, the they just go they just don't let Anderlecht have the ball. Um, and Pop Robson scores two in the first half. Keith Dyson scores another. Just towards the end, 85 minutes, and then they get a, um, a consolation goal on 87 minutes. So, a 3-1 win. So we're 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 now um, uh, um, heading to uh, um, the ne- sorry. We're now uh, struggling to uh, um, to go forward because of that last minute goal. The away goal is is a killer. Um, and uh, it's a 3-3 draw, but the way goal for Anderlecht uh, sends us uh, out of the cup, which is a huge disappointment for everybody, obviously. But uh, what they could say is that the team, the team really did give it a go. The, the 3-1 win against Anderlecht was a was a was a was a real triumph in, in many ways. So we now got the the, the league to uh, to think about. Next game's a home one against Stoke, and we. Uh, um, Beat Stoke three one at St James's with twenty nine thousand there. Uh, Win Davis, Pop Robson two. Uh, Richie scores for Stoke. 
uh, and our team that's remained the same throughout the season. Uh, he'd try in one or two um, uh, new faces. He's put young John Cowan in instead of Bob Bunker, who's injured, uh, and given him a run out. Uh, but uh, they play well. I remember being at this game. They play well and, and uh, um, uh, really no, no way Stoke were going to get anything out of this game. And, of course, Stoke played... Uh, uh, Gordon Banks was in goal and, and uh, uh, George Easton was playing for them. Jimmy Greenhoff was at, uh, at centre-forward. Um, a good a good 3-1 uh, uh, victory. The next game is, is at uh, Walker Park, a, one, uh, a game against Sunderland. Um, and we... Uh, um, and that's uh, Bob Bunker and McFall and... Uh, um, at, at Roker Park, and that uh, sadly is 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 the Sunderland goal, uh, which was uh, scored by Park, a, a young player that they they, they brought uh, in, in the game. So one one was 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 a disaster for us, but it was desperate for them because they're now again for the second season running, hanging on to the, uh, the first the first division by the skin of their teeth, uh, and. Uh, our team was the team that you'd expect, um, with uh, Monko back in the team and Young Cones uh, back on the on the bench, and uh, um, a point which uh, secures our mid-table uh, position, which uh, which everybody's uh, thrilled about. Obviously, the next game's an away game to, to Nottingham Forest, um, and uh, well, everybody having. Uh, thrashed for us to talk. We think we, perhaps we can get something there at uh, the city ground, and, and we do. We get a two-two draw with uh, Dyson and Pop Robson scoring for us, and lo and behold, Dave Hilly and Barry Lyons scoring for for Nottingham Forest. Um, and uh, it's uh, a decent game, a decent a decent draw, uh, and gives us another point to, uh, um, as I say, cement cement us in the middle to the top half of the table. Um, so the next match we go home, we go home to a, um, a game against uh, Burnley. And everybody thinks, well, yeah, he has, he has another two points coming up. Well, um, don't count your chickens is what say. Burnley beat us 1-0 at St. James's Park with 33,000 at the game. Um, and uh, um, uh, the 31 minutes is the, is the goal that matters. And it's an unfortunate uh, headed own goal by Bob Bunker at a corner. Um, uh, the honest, the ball hit him rather than the other way around. Uh, but Burnley get the one 0 win and uh, um, kind of dents our celebrations that we've been having so far. Um, so we're now um, uh, heading to a home game against Manchester United and. Uh, People are realising that a couple of wins the last two games, and we're going to be in the higher than the top half. We're going to be in the in the top half dozen, um, and we play Manchester United. Well, that's going to take some ask. Well, lo and behold, they go bananas, and it's a game where Jimmy Smith really demonstrated why Harvey was blowing his trumpet about them all season, and they beat Manchester United. 5-1. Now, that's a familiar score, isn't it? 5-1 uh, with Manchester United. Um, Pop Robson, Patrick, Wynn Davis and Jimmy Smith. Uh, and, and Pop Robson, I think, would be the first to acknowledge 
that his three goals were laid on the plate by Jim Smith. He, he was just unplayable that day. And when Davis uh, threw in a goal as well, um, 43,000 at the game. And our t- team was uh, as expected. McFall, Craig, uh, Clark, he was injured, so Ron Guthrie played. Other than that, it was it was the team you'd expect. Um, there was a bit of amusement towards the end, and that is that Ian McFall got injured. And who did it send on? Who did Harvey send on the going goal? Little Benny Arentoft. I mean, he's he's got he's got a huge big ex centre half sitting on the bench, and he sends he sends little Benny Arentoft on on on, on his uh, substitute goalkeeper. Well, later afterwards, I found out that uh, that's because Benny Arentoft was a tidy goalkeeper. When they played in practice, he always wanted to play the goal and and uh, owned his skills that way. Well, he got his he got his chance in this match against Manchester United, um, and it wasn't just a weak t- Manchester team. It was a good uh, team, you know. Stepney, Sadler, Dunn, Aston, Curran, Morgan, Styles, Charlton, Fitzpatrick, and then they introduced a young midfielder called Alan Gowlin, who again we get to know quite well. One more game left. And we've got Coventry City. Coventry's not playing very well. Uh, and lo and behold, the lads really have a go at this one. And again, it's it's um, Jimmy Smith uh, tearing Coventry apart. And Lane goes on for Fogg and Gibb. Pop Robson, Keith Dyson, 33,000 at the match. And we beat them 4-0. Um, and Coventry were, were, was a, had the strongest team out. Uh, but they just were no match on that day. So we, we end the season on, on a, a, a high. And in fact, um, we ended up seventh, which uh, puts us in, in, in the, at least within the um, uh, consideration for, for something in Europe again. And uh, so it, it was a creditable season uh, by, by um, uh, anybody's imagination. The interesting feature of the season is the way that Harvey stuck with that back five as hard as he could. And his reward, we only conceded 35 goals in 42 matches. I mean, that's, that's, I mean Everton, Everton became champions and they conceded 34. The only other team to get anywhere near us, well, there wasn't another team to get anywhere near us. They were all... Um, you know, 48s, 50s, 2s, 55s. Our 35 looks really mean <laughs> compared to that. But um, it's reward for the, for the way Harvey's got the confidence in those lads at the back, in my opinion, uh, and uh, reward for the way they're played as well. Now, we, we think the season's over. Well, um, we're not. We're off to um, Canada to play a series of... Uh, um, Exhibition games, we play Aberdeen, we play Chicago, Victoria Royals twice, Vancouver Spartans twice, Seattle Seapacks and Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in three weeks. <laughs> what, what an end to a season. So that takes the tally of games to over 60 over 60 games and again some of the players uh, whose names i've been reading out here um played in the lot um it it, it just uh, 
Um, it answers the faith that Harvey has in these players, but also it tells you about the loyalty that they have to him as well. You know, there's nobody lying down with fake injuries in that lot. They're all playing, playing games. So that was a good season, a good finish. Sad end to the first cup. Uh, usual sad end to the League Cup and the FA Cup. <laughs> it's hard to say that, but that's what it was like. Uh, um, but seven's quite a, quite a credit of performance for this team. So there you are, 69 uh, uh, 70, and uh, a team that uh, people are hoping that the following season will bring even even more to the, to the club as well. Great stuff as always, George. Thanks for your time. Take care. See you on the next one. Okay, Steve. See you then.